Why do you linger here when there is no hope? There is still hope. Magavanen and Suilai to all my old friends. I am Tani Chinuviel, the resident KUCI Middle Earth Elf. Welcome to What Would Arwen Do This Fair Morning Here in the Shire, broadcasting from the University of California at Irvine. I am so excited. I have a very special guest today. I think she's like a little elf person from the first time I saw her, which was a few years ago. I just thought, oh my gosh, this little girl is so elvish and wait until you hear her story. I am very excited this morning. So welcome to What Would Arwen Do? I'm on Tuesday mornings from 8 to 9 a.m. giving you a Middle Perth, Middle Perth, Middle Earth perspective on life where we ask, I ask, if a Middle Earth elf lived today in Southern California, what would her life look like? How would she celebrate and support the arts, music, her community, the preservation of Earth, its beauty and creatures? And I think if an elf lived today, she would most certainly have a radio show here on KUCI because we are an alternative radio station. We are all about promoting the arts, music that you won't hear on the commercial airwaves, and public affairs shows that you won't hear on your local PBS station. Um, I don't know of another show that's hosted by an elf. We also have shows on um, identity theft coming up right after this show today at 9 a.m. Writers on Writing with Barbara DeMarco Barrett and co-hosts and everything that you might want to know about getting published. Fridays we have Film School and Weekly Signals. We've got Get the Funk Out with um, just about kind of getting the funk out of your life. We've got Ask a Leader. So if you'd like more information about this program or any of our public affairs programs or music programs, please visit our website at KUCI.org. And if you'd like to find podcasts of past shows of What Would Arwen Do or our other public affairs shows, you can just click on archives, go down to podcasts, and look for the show. So I would love to hear from you. If you'd like to contact me, please send me an email at askanelf at yahoo.com, askanelf at yahoo.com. And we are broadcasting from the University of California in Irvine. And you can catch us on the airwaves at 88.9 FM for most of Orange County. But if you can't, you can always listen to us through the World Wide Web uh, by going to our homepage. You can, up in the right-hand corner, you can listen to us through the internet, and you can also catch us through iTunes. So, I am going to get right to it. I'm so excited this morning. First, just to put a little context about, um, well, my, my guest is Haley Stone, who is the youngest certified Hubnautica instructor which I think is pretty amazing. Yes, I'm talking about hooping. I fell in love with hooping 
uh, when I discovered it at the Renaissance Fair, which you may know that the elf and the archeress like to go to the Renaissance Fair, especially the one down in Felicita Park quite often. And they have belly dancers and parades and all kinds of things, but they also have the hoop dancers, which is very cool. And I thought, well, that's certainly pretty elvish. And if you've seen the movies, you've seen how agile Legolas is and Tauriel. So I wanted to read a, just a little passage from The Lord of the Rings to put it in context. This is when the Fellowship has come to Lothlorien. They run into Haldir, and they're trying to figure out how to get across the river. And uh, so Haldir says, They went back to the path that still went on along the west side of the Silverlode, and for some time they followed it southward. There were the prints of Orkfeet in the earth. But soon Haldir turned aside into the trees and halted on the bank of the river under their shadows. There is one of my people yonder across the stream, he said, though you may not see him. He gave a call like the low whistle of a bird, and out of the thicket of young trees an elf stepped, clad in gray, but with his hood thrown back, his hair glinted like gold in the morning sun. Haldir skillfully cast over the stream a coil of gray rope, and he caught it and bound the end about a tree near the bank. Celebrant is already a strong current here, as you see, said Haldir, and it runs both swift and deep and is very cold. We do not set foot in it so far north, unless we must. But in these days of watchfulness we do not make bridges. This is how we cross. Follow me. He made his end of the rope fast about another tree, and then ran lightly over it, over the river and back again, as if he were on a road. And that is the agility of the elves. And so uh, with that, I'm going to get right into, with my guest this morning, Haley. Hi. Hi, Haley. Thank you so much for coming on the show this morning. Oh, I'm having such a great time. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> well, you, the youngest Hoopnautica instructor, uh, is that within the organization or in America? Or probably anywhere, I would imagine. I don't really know everywhere. I think it's just in the orga organization, mm -hmm. though I don't know many other places that certify hula hoopers right uh for hula hoop instructing um but i would assume that it's the organization yes. or the country right. i'm not sure <laughs> well i think that's pretty impressive that you not only are a very accomplished hooper do they call them hoopers yeah yes hooper but you're a teacher which i think <laughs> is really awesome so i want to find out all about your experience before we get into it can i just take a moment to to give a little introduction for you sure and uh so 13 year old haley rovner is one of the newest members of le petit cirque so this is a children's version of cirque du soleil with all the wonderful bells and whistles. And we're like a humanitarian circus, so we perform for causes. Oh, that's yeah. so awesome. <laughs> now, it says she is the own, oh, which is the only all-children's humanitarian cert group in the world based in Los Angeles. Haley is a hula hoop artist and hoop dancer and has performed internationally and nationally since 2010. So since you were 10. Um, I think Yeah. Nine. 
Nine? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> She's also the youngest certif- certified instructor of Hoopnautica and is certified to teach hula hooping and hoop dance, which she has done throughout Orange County for the past few years. This week, Le Petit Cirque was honored to be one of the few groups asked to perform for His Highness the Dalai Lama in honor of his 80th birthday right here at UCI. They performed both Monday and Tuesday of this week, and they'll be at Qualcomm Studio next Friday, July 17th. They've also performed at the Dolby Theater in L.A. and La Place de Art in Montreal this la- past May. Haley is a re- recent graduate of the Pegasus School in Huntington Beach and will be attending Laguna Beach High School this fall. Congratulations. Thank you. Oh my gosh, that's exciting. You have lots of exciting things going on. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a wonderful time to be alive, isn't it? It is. <laughs> <laughs> so um, if people are interested, can we just give out some some web addresses like your homepage and the Homepage for Le Petit Cirque. If people mm-hmm. want to look it up on the internet while we're while we're talking, yeah, uh, Le Petit Cirque. They have a studio called Le Studio, and I think that you can be found at lestudio.com. I think. I think it's Le Studio LA. Le Studio LA, maybe. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but they teach circus arts there, and they give the ability to perform. Um, not only in their studio, but for around in different places. And uh, it's a great place to learn circus arts, if you, any and all circus art, really. (laughs) Wow, that's amazing. Well, I want to hear much more about your involvement with with Le Cirque. First, can we just, can you just tell me how you got interested in hooping? Sure. Um, When I was very little, I went to like a birthday party and they were having like a little contest thing and I lost miserably but I really mm-hmm. wanted to beat my friends so I kept working on like being able to do it for a long time and once I was able to do that for a while then I started working on tricks when uh-huh. I was about eight or wow nine. yeah and you yeah. didn't know anything at that time about you know hooping you know the larger picture of of hooping <clears throat> being able to do it as a, a performance or anything no, like that? No, not really. But um, I've had so many opportunities, and I've been so lucky to be able to perform so much, especially with Le Petit Cirque, since I've only been there a few months. I'm the newest member, uh-huh. and they've already given me so many opportunities to perform with them. That's and, wonderful. Yeah. I love that there's an organization <clears throat> that, well, I mean, there, I'm sure there are many, but for children to use, especially movement arts, mm-hmm. to uh, for humanitarian causes, and just I'm sure you've built an amazing social network. Mm-hmm. Um, have you made a lot of new friends there? Yeah, and they're all so welcoming and so nice. And since it is for like a humanitarian cause, it's been so nice to be able to perform for causes and raise money for um, children with special needs or mm. animals that. Um, need help and it's so nice to be able to like use our gifts to help everyone else that is so cool (laughs) so tell me a little bit so you did you go back to another birthday party and uh win the competition (laughs) (laughs) um i went to a competition with a few of my friends at Mm. the discovery science center Uh and i 
won that one. But That's cool. other than the first that, one. yeah, yeah, that was fun. <laughs> so how did you discover like Hoopnautica and, you know, that you could actually learn more? Did you just go online and, and look for DVDs or something um, to learn more things? I, there's a many ways that um, people learn how to hula hoop and Le Petit Cirque helps with that too. They teach hula hooping. But um, I learned from YouTube videos, mm. but like self-teaching a lot. And um, I've found Hypnotica, I think on the internet, just like looking through like how to do different things and like how to, and that's where I first bought my hoops and stuff. Um, they have a great website for all, any and all hoops that are handmade and I bought my first hoops from them and did you take that did you go somewhere to take the training or I know they have a distance yeah, learning there's program. um if I know that they do it for Michigan mm. I think that they've stopped certifying for a while mm. but they did a program where they would Skype people in Michigan to oh. try to certify them but I went to Venice Beach to get my first certification oh. and they just certified me at their studio. That's awesome. Yeah. Right up here in LA. Yeah. I think they closed that studio, but I they have like different databases that they work out of. <laughs> yeah. And they they still have um cuz I was on their website this morning, so there's still things that you can you can get DVDs and oh, yeah. things. And they have really helpful DVDs to watch how to do different tricks and stuff so okay so you've been doing things for a couple of years now mm -hmm. and have you done anything that was really kind of on the scale of being in of what you're now involved with with Le, Le Petit Cirque um like performance like, wise yeah like with were you involved with any other groups or did you were I wasn't I didn't really know of anyone else um and my I hadn't known of Le Petit Cirque until they performed at the Paws Foundation helping animals oh. um, through that charity organization and my dad knew one of the parents of one of the people that were in the group oh. and we went to go watch them perform and I was I was so amazed and like <laughs> so dumbfounded at watching everybody perform and all of the crazy acts that they've been able to do and how advanced they were for a children's circus. They're not just like regular kids. They're right. crazy, crazy, talented people. Um, and I never thought that I'd be able to get in with them, but <laughs> I um, was a, they welcomed me with open arms and I'm so grateful for what they've been able to do for me. Oh. Um, but before that, I had just basically done school talent shows. Um, oh. <laughs> and, and probably won them. Actually, we didn't have a competition for oh. ours. It was just like a performance thing. Uh -huh. um, but I did one other show for a charity organization, but it wasn't nearly up to scale as these shows have been recently yeah i'm gonna give a little background on cirque de les petites cirque yeah mm, i keep getting that um 
Lepidisa. So I yeah. love some of the things that they say that these are, um, <clears throat> excuse me, child prodigies, Guinness Book and World Champion Kids. So mm-hmm. I actually looked at some of the videos. In fact, last night I was having a hard time going to bed because I just kept looking. <laughs> <laughs> I was so amazed at these shows. So much the costuming, fun. the talent. I mean, these, there were, con- uh, they have contortionist mm-hmm. kids that can do things with their bodies that are really amazing. There's one girl in, there's two girls in our group that do their main thing is contortion. Um, they both fit in a very small box through bending their legs and sitting on their head, which, like, it's <laughs> it kind of freaks me out because <laughs> it's it's so crazy to see it, but yes. it's so amazing. Um, but they all do different acts, and there is a, I believe, a 16-time world champion karate, wow. and she's karate girl, and she's only 12 years old, oh and my gosh. um. She has a baby brother that's five or four years old, and he is a four-time national champion. Oh, my gosh. Karate kid, and they perform with us, and they are insanely good and so much fun to watch. Now, are they the um, ones that do, like, the little sword thing? Yes. They use swords, and they flip them, and they, like, slice with them, and it's so incredibly fun to watch. (laughs) And then they have a rhythmic gymnast that is now the national rhythmic gymnast champion um and a dancer who just won recently a national dance competition and they're all they're all getting so far (laughs) (laughs) that's wonderful and they're all under 18 right i mean yes do you have to be under a certain age to be part of the group Mm -hmm. under 18 yes i most of them are um under 13 with a few teenagers thrown in um but they're all yeah they're all kids yeah so so, uh this says um it's one of the most so award-winning Le Petit Cirque is one of the most unique innovative and inspirational shows available in North America which I completely agree just Mm -hmm. having looked at the the videos um it's the only all-kid humanitarian cirque company in the world and is a company of eye-popping, crowd-drawing, pro-level children ages 7 to 14 mm-hmm. that are some of the top in the world in the aerial arts. So there's acrobats too, right? Oh, yeah. There, <laughs> there, there's everything <laughs> that you could imagine. Pretty much anything that you can see on Cirque du Soleil, mm-hmm. you can see in Les Petites Cirques. There, they have several arts that um, they do aerials with like silks and hoops and all that oh. stuff. And then they do acrobatics, contortion, martial arts, rhythmic gymnastics, dance, singing, tight wire, still walking, um, hula hooping, globe walking. That's there's endless talents. Oh, globe walking! Yeah, like it's a big ball. It's much harder than it looks. Um, <laughs> it's this giant ball made out of plastic, wood, and metal that they jump on, and then they s- walk around on top of this big ball. And they were telling me how they first learned how to do it, and it sounds really hard, but they use this really squishy mat so that then it doesn't move that much, ah. and they jump on the ball, and then they kind of get comfortable like that. But um, 
and then they move on to harder mats and then they move on to floors but if you see people doing globe walking on a floor then they have to be very very good because it moves around much more when it's on a floor than when it's on a mat and we have two people in our group that do globe walking around our stages and stuff um, on the floor and they can there's one girl that recently did a clowning act with the globe which was very very fun to watch and they do teach clowning there too which is really cool um but natalie she's our um director and the head of cirque or le petit cirque and she's from canada french canada Mm -hmm. and she grew up wanting to have something that would inspire people Mm. and I think she has done a great job of that. <laughs> yeah. So was she involved? Was she a performer? Or she, she was. A- she was a aerial performer wow. and a circus performer. She was very young, and she wanted to spread her knowledge and help other people with circus, which yes. I hadn't really put that two and two together in my mind of how they could do that, really. But... Um, she has found a very great job or a very great way to do that and help other people through the circus. Absolutely. Well, I couldn't believe the the videos I was watching. I just I was just like, oh my gosh, these are <laughs> these are good. <laughs> and um, it says that uh, it's consistently booked, drawing large crowds, uh, standing ovations at every show, which I can mm-hmm. completely understand. <laughs> um, and it's amazing because, well, and they have all these uh, youth awards, Most Outstanding Production in 2013, Best Original New Show 2013, Best Ensemble, Best Original Song, Best Group Vocal Performance, Best Featured Performer. I mean, the list just goes on and on. Mm-hmm. And what's so cool is, um, so um, there's ground acts. That yes. Are so people, if they're interested in having you guys come like say they're having a corporate event you know a Mm -hmm. lot of businesses they have a big you know corporate party at the end of the year or around christmas time or Mm -hmm. something they can call les petites cirque and book you guys right yeah but they probably need to do it soon yes (laughs) (laughs) so do you have do you know of do you already have like events that are booked out for this coming year i believe so we're currently trying to um figure out different events but there's been talk of going internationally a lot more Mm. and um for doing more performances for children with special needs but this past week we did or this past few months we went to canada and performed at the place des arts which was so much fun and that was a great show and that was for helping children as well um but that was a really fun show. And this past week, we've been doing, um, we did six shows last week and at different kids' camps. Wow. Um, and called Natalie? Steve's and Kate's camps. Yeah, yeah sorry. Go so, ahead. And Natalie coordinates all of this. Yes. She's there She's for amazing. all of it. Wow. As I'm looking at this. It says the company was just launched a little over two years ago. So it's relatively new. The, the performance the group was yeah. launched. Yeah, that was really, really s- new. But 
her studio has been going yeah. for about 12 years. Yeah, yeah, it says it grew out of its 12-year-old renowned inspirational youth Cirque School Lay Studio mm-hmm. in Culver City. It was founded and created by Natalie Ives Gaultier, am I saying that right? I believe so. Okay. I don't speak French either, so (laughs) I have a hard time pronouncing it myself. And she's the former owner and talent agent to Gaultier Artists, Inc., which has represented Oscar, Golden Globe, Emmy, and Tony Award nominees. Mm -hmm. It says at the age of 14, so just a little older than you, uh, she founded her talent agencies in Montreal, Toronto, Vancouver, and Beverly Hills. Wow. She attended college at 15. So she must be a child prodigy, too, I think. Yes. You know, <laughs> a, bit of a, a bit of a genius in her field. So um, she, her uh, blonde hair among, oh, this is Eskimo Indians, allowed her to see the world from a very different perspective. Hence, her work is humanitarian-based. She's now a show creator, director, that employs prodigy level children with some disabled youth. So there are some, mm-hmm. and creates powerful, stunning visuals that sensitizes, inspires, and heals its audiences with messages that are highly thought provoking and touching. I have to say, just, you know, watching it, it was, it's just amazing. And there's a whole list of places that they have performed. Again, this mm-hmm. is called Le Petit Cirque. And so tell me a little bit about, um, what you just did this last so you've just been with them a couple of months and yes. and and, and I'm very new yes. <laughs> and so was last weekend your first uh, uh, public performance no I have my first performance was at the Dolby theater in Hollywood and that was a few months ago uh-huh. but I performed with them there and then I performed with them in Montreal and at these camps. Oh, okay. And so you're getting your yeah. you're, you're jumping right in. Yes. <laughs> they I've been so lucky to come at this time because it's gotten crazy with all the performances. Now, how many people are in how many kids are actually there um in you know, part of the studio? Like when you go mm-hmm. uh to practice or whatever, are there twenty kids there or sixty, eighty? How many? Um and how many go to an you event? You mean that where, with the group that I perform right. with. Um, are there different groups within? There the are. So there's a group called, I believe it's called the A team, and then there's a B team, and then there's a rec time. So they all have different practice times. It's based on level of um, skill level. Uh-huh. And I don't, I actually can't really train with them most days since they're, based out of LA mm-hmm. um, and I live in Orange County um, but I go to practices with them before shows at their ginormous new studio <laughs> and um, but the A team has s- about 20 kids 27 maybe that's the top two yes and I you don't have to have a certain body type, a certain flexibility level necessarily, because I know that I have like a specialized talent, which is where I, which is why I don't necessarily train with them um, all the time. Mm-hmm. But I can barely touch my toes. <laughs> um, but some of all of the these kids and stuff, they've gotten so much more flexible through the circus and gotten so much stronger and healthier and it's a great form of exercise yes. <laughs> um, but they 
they're in the larger studio they have so many kids that come to practice and we perform there's it's kind of like how many people are available come mm-hmm. to performances or what types of acts can come because if it's an aerial show then I probably wouldn't go right. but if it's a ground acts show then um, there's a certain number of acts that we can do without having to rig anything. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is amazing. Um, I am Tani Tanuviel. This is What Would Arwen Do? My special guest this morning is Haley Stone. You can find her on Facebook at Hooping with Haley. And you can find out more information about Les Petites Cirque at their website, which is Les Studio LA. So that's L E. S-T-U-D-I-O-L-A dot com. And that's in case maybe your children are interested in getting involved with circus arts. or maybe (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe your uh, organization would love to book them or for your charitable organization for humanitarian causes. Um, You can contact Natalie at Les Petites Cirque. So um, I wanted to ask you also... um, it must be a, an amazing accomplishment for Natalie to coordinate working with children because, yes. you know, for like petite, uh, I mean, um, Cirque du Soleil or, or other types of things, you know, you're working with adults and they can adjust their work hours or mm-hmm. they can, you know, maybe that's their full-time work, but all of you guys are probably in school Oh yeah, and you have other, you know, family things and, and you can't just drive out there. You're all <laughs> under, under 16. So, um, it must be pretty amazing for her. She must have a lot of patience and she does. ability to multitask it with can coordinating get kind schedules. Of crazy, but um, they have cert- specialized like practice times that are specific, and most of us are in school, but some of us are homeschooled um, for the circus or for uh-huh. dance or that sort of thing. But these kids are so involved and so happy to be there that they all just will be willing to basically drop many things and go though school always comes first and Natalie makes sure of that and when we were in Montreal and we had to miss some school she brought along a tutor so that we could catch up on all of our schoolwork oh that's wonderful yeah oh my gosh and she does realize that we are still kids and we all do need breaks and stuff but she also tries to push us to be the best that we can be because we wouldn't be where we are if we hadn't like if we haven't been pushed a little bit well and I think that's an important thing is when you have a good trainer or a good mentor that inspires you Mm -hmm. to do what you're you know what you're good at and get better at it but that also um it's not gonna let you slack but knows kind of when to you know when, when enough is enough mm-hmm. and uh, I'm sure that that's a very specialized skill that she must have for working with a whole troop of children which mm-hmm. means that she's also working with a larger troop of children's parents oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're actually very very helpful when it comes to the circus all the um all the moms and dads and stuff, they all help with the makeup and the costuming and the driving and all Where of do you stuff. get the costumes? Do Natalie has recently had a new set of costumes made for the kids 
and they're beautiful and they show up great on stage. They're so colorful. They, they are very oh colorful. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And she's been working for a very long time to try to like perfect the makeup look. I love the, that's the little crazy. Hair and the little yeah, the like the wigs, those yeah. are really cool too. Um, she's been working on the look for a very long time, and I think it's starting to finally like settle out a little bit, and it looks great on stage. Absolutely, it's really fun. yeah. Again, if you want to f- find some uh, videos of that, you can. I think they have some through their uh, website. I yeah. Um, your mother, which I, I'm. I'm going to go ahead and say it's okay. <laughs> Marie Stone, who's one of my favorite people in the whole wide world, who is also one of the co-hosts of Writers on Writing. Uh, so I know her through the station here. And I was so excited to come in a couple of weeks ago. And she was hosting the show. And there you were sitting there. And I hadn't, <laughs> I hadn't seen you for like three or four years. The last time I saw you, you were just, you know, this cute little thing. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, she's like this beautiful little young lady. And <laughs> then you, you know, happened. I asked, well, what's going on? You happened to mention something about circus. I'm like, what? And so and you mentioned um, that you were performing for the Dalai Lama. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I need to I need to talk to you about this. I need to have you on the show to inspire other young people people young kids to you know be all that they can be and and to find movement there are so many kids nowadays that are just you know glued to a an ipod pad you know <laughs> watching netflix or and i'm afraid that i have fallen to that sometimes too <laughs> but you but it's it's okay to do that because there's a, lots of wonderful things to discover but you're also counterbalancing that with yes. with a lot of really good movement and it's so important for the body you know to yeah. use our mind as and but also to use our bodies our bodies were made for movement mm-hmm. <laughs> and a lot of these arts the circus arts they really help you like um certain arts help with your flow that's what they call it um and it does help with like how graceful and how comfortable you are in your own skin yeah and that i have found that with all of these kids and stuff they all just seem so happy and so like comfortable to be who they are because they have like all this skill and stuff and they're so strong because some of these kids um there's this duo group that performs together that they do duo acro um which is where they like stand on each other and they do tricks off of each other oh kind of like acro yoga yeah um and the bass has to be so incredibly strong because she's holding another person right and natalie also focuses on safety first because there are many things in circus that can be very dangerous um but she very she protects us um but these this duo act the the flyer as well has to be extremely strong because she has to stay tight for the bass so then the bass can balance her and it's incredible to see these two that's like (laughs) it's one of my favorite acts in our show oh yeah i'll have to have to see that reminds me of acro acro yoga which is is very similar you know we do kind of like yoga poses but you know holding people up and doing things together and you know everything you're doing everything like with either one or two other mm-hmm. people and uh yeah it's very cool and you and in acro yoga you kind of can feel like you're flying yes <laughs> very much so i had tried it with a few of the girls and 
it, I just like tried it while they were sitting on the floor and I'm like standing on them but uh-huh. I'm just like oh my god I'm in the air and like <laughs> oh my god it's insane <laughs> so have you so your specialty is hooping mm-hmm. um, by being involved with Le Petite Cirque and interacting with all these other amazing you know circus type artists mm-hmm. um, have you found something else that you might be interested in taking oh, up oh yes I'm going to I've been inspired to try to learn how to unicycle which oh. one of the other girls does there and I've somebody has very graciously let me borrow their unicycle um to try to learn and I also very I also really want to learn how to you like globe walk but oh. that seems very hard and all of this stuff is so so hard but they make it look so easy which makes you so it makes it so frustrating but so exciting when you finally get it down yes um but i also really i don't know what it's called i think it's like a cirque wheel or something mm. but it's like a giant circle that looks like a hula hoop but it's thicker and you roll around <gasps> inside of it yes. so cool i really want to learn how to do that too yeah, that would be very cool. Yes. It's so amazing when you see, uh, well, if you can't see the show, just to, to go and see the videos and to see the different things that these performers are doing on the I stage. Know. And a, a lot of times, so many of them all at the same time. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, how do they not run into each I other? Know. And how do they... Especially you know, at this like last Dalai Lama show, they're... Um, we have to adapt all the time because this stage was a lot smaller than we were expecting it to be. Oh. So we staged three acts onto the stage going at one time. Or, yeah, like three different things going uh-huh. on at one time. And the stage was very small. And the kids had to figure out how to not fall off the stage or hit the other performers. Wow. Because... There was one act that was going on where there's this giant cube on the ground that they are balancing on and, like, holding each other up on and stuff. And then right next to them, there is a contortionist that is bending in all different ways. And then next to them, there's these two karate kids that are using their swords, swords. and... <laughs> um, throwing them and slap like and doing karate moves and you sometimes just don't know where to look because it's all so incredibly cool that like it's too much to look at at once (laughs) well and in addition to learning and honing your particular skill or you know talent Mm -hmm. it you also have to learn a lot I would think about you know managing your space because Mm -hmm. and being focused because like you were saying okay so now you're on this stage that's smaller you cannot be distracted by the karate chopper exactly you know you can't even you can't risk even for a second and they're so focused that like you they're in their own little world just trying to do their thing and they can't really think about the thing that's going on next to them or else they might lose their focus or lose their balance right but they also have to think about the other person's safety in front of their own because the contortionist that was in her box (laughs) yesterday um her spine was in another four people's hands and if they dropped her then she could have been very seriously injured so everybody has to focus on that person's safety and like in front of their own um 
because she could have been very seriously injured yeah. if something happened. But it all went well. Yes. And no people's spines were broken <laughs> as um, surprised I am every time that they set her down and she's still in that strange position. It's always comes out okay. Yeah. And it looks so cool while they're doing it. <laughs> well, it's amazing, too, that that you kids are able to do this stuff, you know? I mean, I, I think it's wonderful that you're developing this self-discipline, mm -hmm. learning how to, you know, strengthen your bodies, interact in a larger social network. I mean, so many wonderful benefits that you get and from And I've learned doing this. so much from them, and they've been able to help me so much, and I'm so thankful that they've <laughs> that they've actually, like welcome me because like <laughs> not many places they're just like this is our group and we're not going to let anyone else in but they're just like oh it's a new person <gasps> they're doing a cool thing i want to learn how to do that cool thing i'll teach you how to do another cool thing and it's like so much fun oh, just to like be around them that's wonderful and that's your your group at Le, Le Petite Cirque, right? Exactly. Yeah. And <laughs> there, again, if you want to find out more about them, their website is Le Studio, L-A-L-E-S-T-U-D-I-O-L-A.com. And you can find out information about how to get your child involved, how to book an event, uh, how to go to an event. I want to hear a little bit because we just have a, about four or five more minutes. Okay. Um about the event at the Dalai Lama. So how, now I was that so was honored to perform there. <laughs> that was so cool. So tell me a little bit about that and also the, the event that you have coming up at Qualcomm because mm -hmm. that, that's... Um, that, Next Friday. Yeah, and that, uh, I, you know, I can't keep track of these, um, these big centers and they change it. Did that, is that what used to be Honda Center? No, I think that it's the Charger Stadium. Okay. I could be completely wrong. I do not Is it keep around up here? with sports. It's in San Diego. Oh, San Diego. Okay. Okay, great. I'm so it's not, so we could actually sports. drive down there. That's yes. okay. And it is open to the public. Um, and it's run by the Olympic Committee, I believe. Oh. And, um, and what's the event? It's, what is it? I think it's for, it's like an appreciation of the different sports and the arts oh. so there will be um, many different representatives and children's sports and that are going to be there as well as are performing we're performing in the middle of the football field wow <laughs> so you not only perform inside you perform outside Yes. So you have to do you have to like build your own stage or something or uh, it kind of depends though you definitely have to specify that in a contract because there have been different situations where it's just not safe to perform oh, outside. Yeah. And Natalie would tell the person that they need another option because she wants to put our safety first. Oh, um That's wonderful. Yeah. I'm really excited for next Friday as well. Um, and you'll get to see a lot of other um, people, you know, yes, other Yes, definitely. And other groups and troops. and Yeah, and I'm really excited because I think a few of the people that I know that haven't been able to see me perform or see the rest of the group perform are going to be able to see us perform there because it's more open to the public than most of the shows. Oh, great. Yeah. Now, is it, um, we can't mis mention any prices, but is it, is it, is it something that people can get tickets to? Or yeah, do they? Okay. I think so. I yeah. think so. So they probably can just go through Ticketmaster and look for uh, Qualcomm. Uh, Qualcomm. Um, 
Olympics. Okay. S- children's sports. Yeah. They, it's, I found it on a website through just like a Google search yeah. fairly easily. Um, I don't even know what I searched for. Just like certain keywords yeah. can. Will there be there. something up on your Facebook page about it? Possibly. Yeah, I'm tell not Dad. Sure yet. Okay. Tell Dad <laughs> up there in case people listening or hear the podcast and they want to, where is that girl going to be and what is this? I want to see. Maybe you know they maybe they have children and uh, not that just might see, be like, interested and say, let's go yeah. see what they do and see if this is something. And you not just do. see the hula hooping, but like right. everybody else. I think that they're bringing a portable rigging thing, so they're going to be doing aerial acts there as well. Wow. Yeah. Which will be so fun to see, especially for people that want to get involved. Though the studio doesn't only do circus arts, they also have dance classes. Oh. Um, and they have a brand new studio that is so pretty. And I want to go to work there. I know. <laughs> and so just be fun. around the kids. And I get to go me. there right after this, and I'm so excited <laughs> um, to practice for Qualcomm. Um, so you probably get to do a little bit more for during the summertime, right? Yeah. A little more practicing and things. But I wonder, oh, I bet you guys are going to do some amazing things for around Christmas time. Yes. (gasps) I'm so excited. Yeah. And it's like always a new thing that's going to come. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Well, again, uh, this is What Would Iron Do? I'm Tani Tanuvio. My very special guest this morning has been Haley Stone. You can find out more about Haley and where she's going to be performing on her Facebook page, Hooping with Haley. That's H-A-L-E. E-Y. You can find out more information about Les Petite Cirque at their website, which is com. Maybe one of these days, uh, Haley, I can have Natalie on. and You definitely out, should. And, uh, she is so much fun her, to talk to. Yeah. <laughs> find out about her story starting out at like 13 years yeah. old herself. Yeah, that would be amazing. Maybe we can... Uh, talk her into doing a little phone in interview yeah. at some point maybe in the fall when there's yeah. more students and stuff around so in the meantime this show will be going up on podcast so uh, if you are listening and you have friends or family or or uh, young teenagers who you uh, want to uh, get inspired you might have them listen to our podcast it will be up on our website at www.kuci.org a little bit later today and uh, I think you can also catch it through iTunes so Haley I want to thank you so much for being on here this morning is there anything lastly you'd like to say before we I'm going to actually play uh, some music I have something from you two I hope this is it's like a Cirque du Soleil yeah now is this one but and this contains some of the music that you actually performed I have performed to it before yes great well let me um, I'm going to so um what would you like to say to somebody who's like, say, eight years old or nine or ten and likes to do something? Like maybe they like to walk along the fence. Maybe yeah. they like to, you know, play with their hula hoop. How would they how would they go about with Should they like talk to their parents and say uh, or should they go on the Internet and show their parents the videos <laughs> of some of this stuff um, that wants to like get into yeah, it a little bit wants more to get involved with something? There's very there's a ton of different ways. Depends on the situation you have with your parents. But um, if you want to try to learn it a little bit and then show your parents that you're interested, or if you want to tell your parents about Lay Studio, then that is a great place to learn any and all circus art. Um, and dance. And dance. Yeah. And 
just keep practicing because it gets very frustrating <laughs> and it can hurt at some times, but yeah. um, it all will turn out great if you keep practicing well you <laughs> i was amazed and thank you i brought my hoops in i'm going to ask for your yes. blessing on this <laughs> before we leave i got them at the renaissance fair and who knows you also are a teacher so um can people contact you to get uh they have can. You teach them i oh, the, through yes the, through the facebook or though i don't think that i'm the most like i am a teacher yeah though i perform much more than i teach um but at Lay Studio, they also help teach hula hooping a bit, yeah. and I would contact them okay. as well. Okay. Yes. Thanks, Haley. Thank okay, you. So here's a little music from, this is actually a Cirque du Soleil Ambala, uh, Louis Vega remix. So this has been What Would Arwen Do? Coming up in just a few moments. I cannot believe it, but Barbara DeMarco Barrett is in studio. <laughs> She'll be here with Writers on Writing, helping you learn everything you need to know to get published and I'm sure she has some amazing either authors or agents or um, poets to to share with you and inspire you with this morning and I will be back next week again Haley a star shines on the hour of our meeting thank you so much for being not only being here for but for being who you are in the world oh, such a you. sweet spirit <laughs> so cheerful and friendly and accomplished and um, I'm just excited for all the adventures that you have in store for you thank you you're welcome okay so here we have some music to round out with hope to see you next week please stay tuned for writers on writing this is KUCI in Irvine the best radio station in the, <laughs> <country>. oh, <laughs> the universe <laughs>